0: for a super show. This is a main show where we deep dive into a, a, uh, a property that, that we're, we're interested in and want, really want to share with you guys and talk about.
1: Yeah, and you might be thinking, Stuart, why have you painted yourself entirely blue? Like and you're a part of the Blue Man group.
0: Yeah, I was wondering about that. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of weird, but...
1: And it's getting everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, your your couch is... <laughs> it's because we are doing... Aladdin. The Aladdin Trilogy. That's or right. A Whole New World. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I cannot sing, so sorry a if that's off-tone. A Whole tone. New World. <laughs> a Whole New World. Just
1: you and me, and you, the audience. Yes.
0: <laughs> so, um, I figure we can go through these one by one. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: there were three of them. There yeah. was... Um, well, we'll start off with the original.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is not... Um, consider or i i don't have any research or, or experience with the live action one so this is just the animated yeah
1: i haven't seen the live action one
0: either um well, well i've got some news for you for the very end of the podcast
1: okay yeah i'd like <laughs> to talk about the um animated series too that disney
0: put. oh i didn't even look at okay yeah, yeah. yeah. okay mm-hmm. well so uh the first one uh came out in 1992 mm-hmm. um it had a 28 million dollar budget would you like to take a guess as to the box office?
1: Uh, it's probably a lot. Is it gross box office or
0: Uh I have separate numbers for both the theatrical box office mm. and then the uh VHS sales.
1: Yeah. Oof.
0: Not the total, just the box office. What do you think the box office is?
1: Uh I will go around 50? 50, 50
0: million? Maybe 60? Um, it made five hundred and four point one million dollars in the box wow. office. Wow! They made another five hundred million plus in VHS sales. Jeez, yeah. That's not that's, considering rentals. That's just sales.
1: Yeah, that's that's Disney for you. This is one of their big hits.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it was also one of their first. After the terrible time that they had in the seventies and eighties, well, this was one of the first big hits. Next, no. because it came, this came out with uh, along with so Beauty Lil, and the Beast, and then Lion Lil, King, and Little
1: Mermaid. So Little Mermaid was a big hit for them.
0: Yeah, the, but not it. It wasn't. It wasn't These, this. Mon- these it numbers. Was <laughs> um,
1: and then it was uh, Beauty and the Beast, which was another big one. And then this was kind of on the heels of Beauty and the Beast. The thing was. With Little Mermaid and with Beauty and the Beast, they were sticking with a lot of their um, classic Disney, where it's, it's musical, it's mainly a musical sort of deal, yeah. and um, it was a story being told. Um, one of the big reasons why it made, Aladdin made so much is probably Robin Williams. When they attached his name onto this movie it drew in a lot more um, of a diverse crowd. It wasn't just children anymore coming. It was uh, people coming to see Robin Williams. And yes, I do know about the facts. Okay. Right. We will talk about that, okay. about how Disney screwed over Robin Williams.
0: Uh, well, I mean, they didn't screw him over. They, they did their usual shady bullshit. Yeah. But, so, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, the so Because the I'm sure... Williams-
1: uh, listeners, uh, frequent listeners of the, uh, show know my love of Robin Williams. So yes. this is one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this movie
0: um, or this series. So yes. the Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. was 94%. Okay. Metacritic has it at 86 out of 100. Huh. Interesting. Um, the directors for this, uh, had a choice of three movies to work on that Disney was willing to let them, them, attempt Mm -hmm. uh it was this which what became aladdin uh swan lake and then uh, a movie called king of the jungle which uh became that little sleeper hit known as the lion king yeah Um, uh now aladdin was at first designed to look like michael j fox at first because they they were they were in talks with him Mm mm-hmm Uh, he backed out, so then the animators went back and made him look like Tom Cruise, which is what he looks like now. Yeah. Right? Uh, they, they animated him to look like Tom Cruise, and then they used Calvin Klein models, uh, as inspiration for the bodies. (laughs) Like, from underwear ads and stuff. Um, (laughs) That's funny. So, the genie was created with Robin Williams specifically in mind. That is correct. Um, and... Because he was
1: actually a pretty big, uh, name, um... This was right when he had uh, finished... Um...
0: Well, so the, the the big thing that he was in before this was Dead Poets Society. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which he, he got wasn't... a nomination, I believe, for. Right. Yeah. So he wasn't really associated with family-friendly material. He was more so associated with either drama or with ribald comedy. Yeah, because... Um, he had not really had made that smooth transition yet
1: well he was still doing mork and mindy which was sort of a
0: that was in the 70s though
1: Mm, yeah when was that
0: mork and mindy yeah it was in the 70s yeah
1: it was in the it was but he had shown that he had kind of he was able to do that sort of like family friendly sort of comedy and i know that he was doing a lot of um improv stand-up in between his uh movies where he would just sort of get on stage and sort of, just yeah. do improv, which was fantastic. If you've there's some uh, videos out on YouTube, I would highly recommend it if you enjoy Robin Williams' uh, acting or his humor. They're hilarious.
0: Yeah. So um, the other thing with Robin Williams in this is is uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg, the guy who was in charge of Disney at this time, mm-hmm. uh, originally wanted um, John Candy steve martin or eddie murphy yeah for genie um so robin williams was actually shooting hook and toys at the same time as this and so he would record his voice in between those film shoots
1: actually he was also recording another he was recording firm too he was the bat in yeah Gully. batty, yeah, in batty. yeah um which again when they were creating that movie they had sort of made this character um, in vain of, um, or in, with the thought that Robin Williams was going to voice this character. Yeah. So um, they approached Robin Williams, and he really enjoyed sort of the theme, like the very green theme of um, Ferngully, which, again, is a great animated uh, movie. I would recommend it if you haven't seen it. Um, so they had approached him, and he was like, yes, I'm, I'm going to do this. And then um, he was approached by Disney as well. And uh, so he was doing a lot while he was recording he was. Um, Aladdin. And the interesting thing is the pitch that they did to sort of get him to sign on for Aladdin was one of the animators actually animated the genie doing one of his stand-up bits. Yes. So yeah. he was able to sort of watch this, uh, this animated short of right. the genie doing his bit and from what I read in the um like behind the scenes and stuff, he was cracking up and the guy who actually animated that small scene was with them and he was so like proud of his work that like Robin Williams was cracking up and he signed on.
0: Yeah. Now to make this budget work though, this is where the shady stuff comes in. Yeah. So Robin Williams was paid. He agreed to being paid SAG scale. Yep, uh, for voice acting work, um, which was seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah, instead of his normal eight million dollar fee, uh, and this was conditional on him receiving this money at such a discounted rate. He had a, a condition in his contract that said that his name and image would not be used for marketing. Yes, the character could not take up more than twenty five percent of marketing, like on movie posters. That's correct. And again, um, a lot of and, like, oh, uh, and the reason for that is because uh, the movie Toys that he was working on came out a, literally a month to the day after Aladdin.
1: Yeah, and he thought that it was going to uh, the audience would have been eaten up pretty much by yeah. Aladdin since they were both going. For the same audience group.
0: Yeah. Now Disney broke all of these uh, <laughs> yeah. agreements. Yeah. They, um, especially the twenty-five percent of marketing requests. Like, if mm-hmm. you look at posters for Aladdin, the genie is like fully half of the poster. No, it's twenty-five
1: <laughs> percent. That's the way that they worked around it. Was no, they that was made their sure
0: agreement. They they broke the agreement.
1: Uh, I believe they were like, "Don't use my name," and you can't use it in general, twenty yes. percent of your advertising like area, not like the area on the um actual um poster. So they kinda like, yeah, did a twenty percent the genie they didn't use his name, but his likeness, like you could see the the face of genie and go, Oh, that's that's Robin Williams. Yeah. So yeah, they didn't have his name on the poster, but it was pretty obvious who it was.
0: Now Uh, Williams was furious at this. He was so pissed off that he refused to come back for the sequel and the video game. Mm -hmm. Um, Disney gifted him later uh, with a $1 million painting from Pablo Picasso. Yes. Uh, But it clashed with his house, so he refused it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he refused to voice the, the genie in, in the sequel, like I said, or do any spots for video games or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, after Jeffrey Katzenberg, who made this decision, uh, left, um, he was replaced by a guy named Joe Roth. And so Roth organized a public apology to Williams and convinced him to come back to voice the genie for uh, Aladdin and the King of Thieves, which yeah. we'll talk about a little bit later.
1: Yeah, and then they started using the genie... Uh, for, I guess, social publicity, where he was focusing on, like, kids learning to read and sort of, like, doing uh, various uh, activities and stuff like that, like going yeah. out and playing baseball. PSAs, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so j became more of that. Also, another kind of underhanded uh, tactic that Disney used was, um, so they thought that Robin Williams was going to stop working on firm Goalie. So they were very surprised that he was like, no, I'm going to voice this bat, even yeah. though it's a small role. So what um, Disney started doing was they would go uh, and buy the lots that the company, I forget who was publishing or producing. Permgully. I think it was Fox. Yeah. They would go behind their backs and buy out the places that they were renting. Mm. So they had no place to like work at and even, like, they tried to meet up at a brewery, and Disney was like, oh, we behind the brewery, so you guys can't even meet up there. And uh, they would occasionally come just randomly looking for uh, Robin while he was working on Foreign Goalie and, like, kind of looking at all their drawings and stuff like that. So they were kind of being a little uh, uh, underhanded on that. That's
0: insane. I, yeah, I never read any of that. But, yeah. but that that is just...
1: It was Man, it was very Disney. interesting.
0: No, Disney. don't uh, <laughs> Disney. And, uh,
1: they have some shady things, but they do produce a lot. Of no, I mean just
0: as a company, like the things they put out are enjoyable, <sighs> but like their tactics. Are... I yeah,
1: but uh. I mean you know I'm glad that they did like put together this apology for him and yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, so let's actually focus on the story of Aladdin. Yeah. So this was a story that they pulled from. Pretty much, the uh, tales, um, the fifty tales,
0: uh, to Arabian Nights.
1: Yeah, Arabian yeah. Nights. Um, do you know much about like the original story or anything along those? I
0: don't. The I know the framing device of it is a a woman who's telling a story yes. every night that continues and continues and continues. Yeah. So yeah.
1: each of these stories are different. Yeah. Each of the so Aladdin is one of the stories, and um, it's interesting because. There is no love scene between him and Jasmine or anything like that. Um, it's mainly him dealing with this nefarious uh, character uh, Jafar, Vazir, yeah. but he's not even a vizier. He's just like some underhanded guy. Oh, I who, thought he
0: was always a vizier.
1: No, he's he's more of like a, a criminal uh, mastermind sort of deal, gotcha. um, where he really just needs um, Aladdin to go and get the genie, and you know, genies are called frites. Yeah. Here, so um, actually, when he's in the like temple or the uh, cave of wonders, he picks up a ring who actually has another genie in it. So in the story, he gets two genies, one in the lamp and one in the ring. But the one in the ring is actually less powerful than the one in the lamp. Ah. So he basically gives the um, the lamp to the merchant who gives him like. Fifty gold or something yeah and that's when the uh guy wishes that he was king of agrabah or not agrabah but like the whatever. whatever kingdom yeah and that's when aladdin realized that he was duped so he tries to steal the lamp but um the evil guy uses another wish to wish him away so that's when he realizes that he has a genie in his ring and and that's the relationship where he sort of like befriends that genie. It's not the genie from the lamp, it's more of the genie from the ring. Because if freaks are supposed to be like these powerful beings that your wishes, they'll grant them, but there's always like a little twist to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah to deal yeah. with the devil. And these things are, are all powerful and. Um, don't really enjoy mixing around with the mortal folks right so it was an interesting relationship with uh, aladdin and this ring genie well that's sort of the relationship that they built with him in the movie of aladdin and the genie so interesting fact right there
0: yeah 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 no it's really i i really like the um the reddit fan theory that i like that too this that uh, if anyone's unfamiliar uh there's a theory that aladdin is actually a story that takes place thousands of years in the future after a post-apocalypse and the evidence for it is that genie when he comes out of the lamp says uh for, for ten thousand years, years I've been in prison, but then he starts doing we'll put because such it's such a crick in your neck. Yeah, yeah. Well and and because Robin Williams was was improvising a lot of his lines, yeah. he was doing impressions because that's that's how he kind of it works into his bit. Yeah, and makes um, pop
1: culture references and things along those lines. Right.
0: But they're pop culture references like Jack Nichols to Jack Nicholson. So yeah. it's like so it's at least ten thousand years in the future after jack nicholson is a yeah. thing um and then also like yaga's a talking parrot, so it's genetic modification yeah and the rug is is uh advanced technology that's indistinguishable from magic i i really like that fan theory it is
1: it's a very interesting fan theory and the funny thing is like um aladdin doesn't even react to a lot of the references that genie does yeah like he's he still no so deadpan the, yeah. yeah he's like when he does the Jack Nicholson impression, like uh, Aladdin just keeps on talking. Yeah. But yeah, so this is, again, spoilers for this movie if you haven't seen the movie. Um, it's a very uh, by the books movie where Jafar is a nefarious um, uh, vizier. Vizier, yeah, to a very gullible uh, sultan. Yeah. Um, the sultan's trying to marry off his daughter because that's what any good sultan does. Yep. Um, but she...
0: Gotta get those huge tracts of land.
1: I mean, he's gotta have them kids, so he... Because, you know, Jasmine can't be a female sultan. You gotta have a male sultan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's trying to marry off his daughter so he can have a family and, I guess, continue the line. Uh, but she keeps on running people off because she's a strong, independent woman. Uh, which is, you know, it was nice to sort of see all of these movies with, like, strong female leads, like Belle and um, even Little Mermaid, um, Ariel. So she's running off people, and then uh, Jafar's trying to find the lamp, and the only person who could actually enter into the uh, Temple of Wonder or the Cave of Wonder is uh, a diamond in the rough. Yeah. Who you end up finding is Aladdin, who's basically a street rat. There's mm-hmm. a whole song about being a street rat. Mm-hmm. Scoundrel. Anyway, uh, yeah. I can sing all the songs. <laughs> Just the little bread now. Anyway, um, <laughs> you can cut that if you want to. <laughs> oh, no. My, it's my singing good. voice is horrible. Uh, so, yeah, you meet Aladdin. Uh, you realize that he's the diamond in the rough. Uh, Jafar basically takes him because he wants the genie to become an all powerful wizard and become the Sultan of Agrawa. Uh, lion goes through the cave, meets the rug, finds the lamp, uh, has a sidekick, Abu, who's a little monkey who does not talk but, you know, is sort of like a. Aladdin's, um, sidekick. Yeah. Uh, one of the big things is, don't touch the gold, and of course, m- the monkey has to touch the gold, because, you know, It's a monkey, and... Well, then... no, well, they're poor, and, yeah. you know, you gotta get, gotta get some scratch for yourself. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, so, the monkey grabs the gold, the cave put, or falls, basically, implodes in itself. Um, that's when we meet Jeannie. Um... And again, we're not going to go through all of these things. Yeah. I'm probably giving too much of a play-by-play. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, things ensue. It's I think it's a really uh, great movie. It's a
0: very D&D type movie. It is too. kind of a D&D type like, movie. It's one of those movies, I know I play the game because I've, I'm sure you do this as well, after having run games of looking at pieces of media and going, okay, so the, whoever wrote this had to have played D&D. Because yeah. that's what this story is. And this is one of those movies that now as an adult watching it it's like this is you could totally make a game in this world. Yeah,
1: you could. And um you know Aladdin is definitely that rogue archetype. Yeah. Um but it's just it's so much fun this movie is. They're, the songs are great. Um I think Oh yeah. Yeah, it's very memorable songs. Um and again, you know Disney is really good about their like song selection, their um just performances and everything along those lines because most of the movies that were coming out had great music. Yeah. And that's really you know, the great music, the great animation really separated them from kind of the chaff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, what they were doing with animation style was fantastic. There's a great scene where he's flying on the rug where the cave is basically falling apart, and it's just—it's such a thrilling shot, and it's such a thrilling scene because you kind of there's a shot where it's from his perspective, where you can feel like you're on the rug, and it—it's just a great moment. I think it's—it's it's great.
0: Yeah, no, like they like it's very early CG that they they blend into mm-hmm. to 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 transition between some scenes. Yeah. Um. It's very rough looking but it's it's minor enough that it still holds up. Yeah, I yeah.
1: Like watching it as an adult, you even get some like small nods and jokes that you don't get when you're a kid. Yeah. Um again, a lot of it comes from Robin Williams being the genie and I think that Robin Williams probably carries this on his shoulder. Like this movie would not be what it is if it wasn't oh it'd be a much weaker
0: movie yeah like we and you know the framing device the merchant in the beginning and the end is also voiced by by robin williams and Mm -hmm. they did not animate that for him to do voice acting to they did it in the opposite order Mm -hmm. uh what they did is they basically laid out um in a in a booth they laid out a bunch of uh items that had cloths over them, hiding what they were from from him, Yeah, and he would act like a desperate merchant in a bazaar, and so he would, like, look at the thing, and then make a pitch for it, and then they would edit those together, and then they animated around his bit that he he was doing. And
1: it's amazing, like, um, I know that there's a couple of, um, shots of him in the booth, and he's so animated, like, Mm -hmm. the way, he just puts... His entire body and soul into you know these voices and everything yeah so if you've never seen it I would recommend like seeing it you can oh, just yeah, see yeah. him like move around move his hands just like get everywhere and it like as a voice actor I'm sure that that gets you so tired because you're oh, yeah. expending all of your energy and like you have to do multiple takes and you have to like change things so like to the nth degree where you know, you're expending all of this energy and it seems like he has just an abundance of energy, like a never ending source, and it's just amazing to watch. That's um,
0: called cocaine, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was
1: all I, I think it was a lot of his No, natural I mean he, he is a very energy. manic
0: performer yeah. as well on stage. I he's just he's well known as having a very crippling cocaine addiction at multiple points in his life
1: yeah which unfortunate yeah um but yes this story is i think the story hits all of its beats it has you know a first act a second act a third act um you there's this whole like romance with um with aladdin and jasmine do you
0: think that's hand-handed
1: Like, do you what? What do you feel Um, with? I
0: mean, so as an adult, because the movie moves much like it. Any animated movie is going to move at a much quicker pace for kids because they don't they don't have the attention span for it. So, Mm -hmm. as an adult, I can see it being seen as ham-handed, but given the medium and the audience that it's being targeted for, I don't think so. Yeah, I I don't feel like it's it's just jammed in there willy-nilly. Like it's I don't there so that. To move the story along.
1: Yeah, and I do think, like, Jasmine's character is a very unique character as well. Oh, yeah. It's a very um, overarching uh, character where, you know, um, you're trying to figure out what exactly Aladdin is. She's trying to figure that out. And, um, you know, she's been told what to do and she has this person who's, like, offering her freedom. Not freedom, but, like, another way to see the world yeah and um then he ends up lying to her and i i feel like again you know i'm kind of criticizing this as an adult like that crushing below is not really uh lingered on too much yeah like when he's like i'm not a prince and um that could have been a little bit more room to explore but again it's a children's movie i don't think they wanted to go into that like kind of nuance or anything along right. those lines um but yeah it's i feel like they tell a story they hit all of the major beats the music's fantastic the animation's great um robin williams does a killer job even the other voice actors do a great job as well. Like, Iago, the parrot, uh, voiced by, um, Gilbert yeah. I mean, I, his voice grates. He
0: sounds like a parrot.
1: Yeah, it grates on my nerves. But you know what? I can sit and I can listen to, the, you know? Yeah. I, I just, I think that this movie definitely deserves all the, uh, high hits that it gets. Yeah. Um,. And yeah, I I really enjoyed this movie. Um all until like out of all of the Disney movies, if you had to like compare it to, um, what number or letter grade would you give it? Like in um, the world of Disney. Don't you don't have to like compare I it to would, other in
0: the world of Disney I feel like I would give it maybe B plus.
1: B plus. Yeah.
0: Okay. I like it. I, it's high on yeah. the list. Um, but
1: there's other Disney movies that you prefer over Yeah. It.
0: There's there's more that I I have stronger memories of because okay. like this came out. I you know I was like six or seven. Mm-hmm. I think. Um and.
1: I mean, I remember seeing this in theaters.
0: Yeah, I saw this in theaters. Um, I remember playing the video games. Genesis mm-hmm. is way better. Um. <laughs> who's arguing uh yeah exactly yeah i played this (laughs) on there's a there's a very famous like the snes version is better than the genesis version because they were different companies that put them out oh yeah um yeah no i i remember really enjoying it as a kid but i i remember the the vhs like clamshells that Mm -hmm. disney would have like um you know sleeping beauty is probably um one that that I'm more drawn to drawn from to memory. memory, uh, the Robin Hood, Jungle Book, like things like that, or things okay. that I think of. First. Yeah,
1: I mean, again, and you can sort of look at it at a story view, and then you can sort of look at it at a nostalgia view. Because yeah. I, I will say, yeah, nostalgia plays a heavy part on me, like grading it or giving it a number. But right. it it's got to be a, like a solid A A plus for me. Okay. I mean, it's it's on my top top three. Top okay, four, gotcha. yeah, um, just because I really loved this movie, I really enjoyed it, and um, it, this hit all of my highlights when I was a kid, and
0: yeah. Okay.
1: So of course I went and saw the second one.
0: Uh, well, not in theaters, you didn't. No, not in theaters. <laughs> um, so the Return of Jafar, yes, is the name of the second one. Um, it they put this out i would argue they rushed this out in 1994 yeah. it was straight to video mm-hmm. uh the reason for that is that there is a minimum length of time that a feature length movie has to be yes um this movie is 69 minutes
1: pretty short um pretty short i
0: remember watching it. my brother got this on on vhs for like a birthday or easter or whatever whenever it was released whatever yeah. holiday was around when it was released. Um, it's the very first Disney direct-to-video animated film. Oh, okay. Um, and it's the first American direct-to-video animated film.
1: Cool. Didn't know a, that.
0: Yeah, it's it's first uh, in, in that regard, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, it sold 15 million VHSs yeah. um, and made $300 million in sales. Uh, it's one of the best-selling films on home video of all time, ah. actually. Okay. Yeah, in terms of, of numbers and profit pulled in. Right. Um So in this one, the genie was voiced by Dan Castellaneta. Yeah, he uh, does he, Homer. He does, yeah, Homer Simpson. Yep. Um, the Rotten Tomatoes for it is 33%. Ooh. Although it got two thumbs up from Siskel and Ebert. Yeah. Um, there was a comic produced. Um, there, It's an alternate story to this called The Return of Aladdin oh that's kind so of there cool. is a yeah like a like a little you know not a mini comic but a, a, a tie-in almost yeah with it
1: so this kind of focuses um at the end of aladdin uh jafar actually wishes to become a genie yeah. and um he gets his wish and then realizes oh crap i'm bound I'm imprisoned yeah <laughs> i I'm, I'm, i've got that genie life hashtag genie life Man, I'm just getting blue everywhere. Yeah. You know this was probably a bad choice.
0: <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, so it starts off where I believe it's not one of his henchmen uh, finds his uh or I think it is one of it his is henchmen. One of yeah. henchmen, yeah. Uh finds his uh, lamp and uh, basically Jafar's trying to exact his revenge against everybody um, for basically becoming a genie or wishing to become a genie. So this is where you see the swap of Iago uh, because in the first movie, Iago is on Jafar's side but in this movie, Iago kind of has a changed part and everything and ends up going on, I guess, the good guy's side. It's
0: opportunistic. Yeah. And then, again,
1: not the worst voice acting just for everybody in general um it's kind of blatantly obvious that the voice of genie has changed especially i i remember as a little kid like even recognizing like this isn't the genie yeah um it's definitely a weaker um story i don't Again, it feels rushed. I don't think they really had, like,
0: they rushed it, like this a story this was a in mind. Grab.
1: Yeah. This was sort of seeing the popularity of Aladdin going, oh, we got to do something. Because really, all this story is, is Genie, Aladdin, and Jasmine are living in the castle trying to figure out what they're going to do next. They know that they want to get married and sort of doing that genies sort of doing his gags but his gags are very very low to minimum and it's basically like Jafar trying to like scheme out some sort of way he can kill them but he can't because genies can't kill there's like a rules of yeah. genie lives and one of the rules is you can't kill yeah. so it's like him bumbling his way like doing these little schemes that fail because of the genie or because of, like, bad luck or something like that. And that's basically the story of, like, you know, Jafar trying to do something, oh, that fails. Let me try to do something else, oh, that fails. It's very, like, Roadrunner and Wildy Coyote-esque where it's not telling a story. There is no, like, story arc. No one's developing themselves or... There's no change of heart. The only change of heart is really Iago.
0: Which really makes me wonder if maybe they were really going hard after a young, an even younger audience. I,
1: I think so, because it's it's very um Like juvenile. kids that are
0: young enough that you would not want to take them to the theater, and maybe that's what precipitated also it being a home release rather than theaters, other than the timing of it.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Um,
0: like That's the most that I can see as, as an excuse for why this movie is as bad as it is. Yeah, this, this movie is um, pretty rough. It feels like, it. like I said, it's aimed at it, an even younger audience than the first Aladdin.
1: Movie. Yeah, um. and I, I believe that the... So, there are no new songs in here. There's a lot of remastering of old songs from Aladdin. Mm-hmm. So, they took a lot of the same... Um, like. Tones or the same beats and stuff like that, and remastered them and put them in this uh, this movie. Right. So there's no original score or anything like that. I think even Iago kind of gets a a song, which is
0: yes, yes, he horrible does
1: horrible because it's Gilbert it's God- Godfrey. <laughs> yes, yeah, singing.
0: Yeah, uh, well, screeching really is yeah. probably a, a better description. <laughs>
1: but really, like the only interesting thing in this um this movie is like his arc because he does sort of gain a change of heart and decides that he doesn't want to be evil but like that if if iago is your only character like carrying this movie yeah. This movie's kind of weak. This,
0: yeah, this is not a good movie if that's the case. Yeah,
1: like, you don't have the genie carrying, you don't have Aladdin or Jasmine or anybody. Really, you've got Yago carrying and you've got Jafar carrying because he's a new genie and he's got to exact his revenge. And, like, I, I yeah, it just, it was, it was a bit of a rough movie. Um, so... Out of like all of the Disney movies, where would you kind of rank it at?
0: Um, it's very low. Yeah, it's, um, it's kind of it near is, the bottom. It is at. It's not the very bottom, but it's at. It's damn near close. Um, yeah, it's it's not great.
1: It's unfortunately pretty rough. Um, yeah, I would not recommend it. Um, I don't no. think that you really like need this story in your life if you want to know how iago kind of became a good guy because um getting into the animated series so uh the animated series actually ran for a year and um there's no real good like this is where the animated series took place in like timeline between all three of the movies uh but you know that like iago's a good person now in the animated series And, like, you might be wondering, like, why is he a good person in this, uh, in the series? But you really don't need to, like, watch the movie to understand that. But it's when the genie's free, he's trying to help, um, Aladdin sort of, like, deal with mysteries and adventures and stuff like that. But it really focuses mainly on Aladdin, Jasmine, Iago, Abu, and, um, the genie.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's actually a pretty decent series.
1: I mean, I haven't I
0: remember catching it every now and then. My brother would watch it every now and then. As, yeah, like, as a kid, but I never really like sat. It, it wasn't one of the shows that I like scrambled to see. I was more like an X Men BTS.
1: Yeah, it was. It was actually pretty decent. Um, I remember watching it as a young kid, and um, I caught some other one. Or well, I rewatched it. For this podcast, well, not all of it, but a couple of episodes, um, through means. I'll leave it at that. Man, just blew everywhere. How does Tobias do it? <laughs> yeah, that's a reference for you guys. There you go. Yeah, um, but the the show was actually pretty good. Like, I watched a thirty minute episode of one of the um, the series and. I really enjoyed it. Like, it was not super well written, but it was a good story. Um, On
0: par with the Disney kids television show. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was actually better than some of their um, animated series that they did. The voice acting wasn't bad. Um, I think they got some of the original voice actors from. um, Oh, wow. Yeah. From the movie. do this series. So that was really cool. They didn't get like Robin Williams or anybody. No. Um, no,
0: he was still very much pissed off. Yeah.
1: Um, so it it was actually a pretty decent series. Um I would recommend if you wanted to like catch a couple of the episodes. I'm sure that probably the new Disney streaming service might have like a bunch of those old oh, archives. Yeah, it has yeah. to. So It'd be interesting to sort of, like, go back and re-watch the entire series. Yeah. I mean, after watching a couple of those episodes, I do think that I would enjoy, like, just rewatching the entire series. Again, it was only one season, so there's not too many episodes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just sort of, like, high adventure sort of fun, like, oh, I'm in the desert now, and I've got to figure out things, and it's... It was a lot of fun to watch it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Anything else on the second one?
1: Uh, no. Um, you don't have same. to watch it. You just know that Iago has a change of heart, and yeah. he ends up going on a Team Aladdin. That's the that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, none of the songs are good.
0: Uh, okay. Well, so in uh, in 1996, mm-hmm. straight to video at 81 minutes, was Aladdin and the King of Thieves. Yeah. Um, now remember joe roth is the guy that took over after katzenberg left disney Mm -hmm. so he organized this huge public apology to williams um and williams came back as the genie yeah um with a one million dollar fee uh plus a public apology plus an undisclosed royalty for the previous movie he forewent that when he took uh, took scale he didn't get any royalties oh
1: that sucks so they they yeah.
0: negotiated an undisclosed royalty Good. amount for the previous movie and this one yeah i'm um, glad that
1: they made amends
0: well it yeah. just it sucks for dan castellanetta because apparently they were corporate was doing all of this to mm-hmm. get williams in and Castellaneta had filmed some stuff Uh, done some voice work that was scrapped and then the part was rewritten to fit William's delivery and style yeah so like I mean I'm assuming Castellaneta got um got some got compensated for his time but that just sucks to be working on something and then just have it just be like well sorry yeah pulled away from you (laughs) that does kind of suck now the VHS though sold 10 million units uh, so it made 130 million dollars in revenue yeah um, the Rotten Tomatoes is twenty seven percent.
1: Ooh, gosh, uh, it's lower than. Uh, yeah, oh, man. Uh,
0: Karen James of the New York Times uh, actually praised this as being a much better film than Return of the ja- of Jafar. Yeah, Return of the Jafar. <laughs> Return of Jafar. There was a parent protest for this movie oh Uh, there's a scene where there's blood on aladdin's arm after he gets cut in a sword fight oh and so they said it wasn't appropriate for younger audiences can't let your kids see Um, blood i have a a note in the margin here that i wrote to myself that says who's the snowflakes now baby boomers um (laughs) really yeah yeah i do (laughs) see yeah no <laughs> Just um it did win a 1997 annie award for mm-hmm. best home video production yeah. and a world animation celebration award for best direct to video animation yeah um it was nominated it, it was nominated also for an annie award for music but lost i couldn't find who it lost to yeah
1: compared to the second one return of jafar this one actually had original music They had an original score. They had um, actual people writing the music and everything along those lines. Um, And they had a decent amount of um, songs. They had about six. And then um, they were all new, which uh, which is nice. I remember, again, watching this movie as a kid and really enjoying this. I actually, again... Thought this was much better than the second one, and it did kind of have a story to tell. So, this one is more of um, Aladdin finding out about his past, and they kind yeah. of borrow again from um, Ali Baba and the uh, 40 Thieves, which is a tale from uh, Arabian Nights, yeah. uh, where the Ali Baba character, I believe his name is like Castell or something along those lines um is aladdin's father they borrow a lot of like different Which mythos too because you can
0: tell right off the bat because he's animated like aladdin but with a beard and taller
1: yeah he's got like the uh flowy sort of mustache beard yeah, combo yeah. yeah where it's like the beard plus like the pointy must uh, not pointy mustache but like curly mustache and yeah. everything like that um so, the animation on this uh, is a lot smoother than the animation on uh, the second one. Um, again, because there was a lot more time, and there was a lot of uh, animation that had become more innovated back in uh, 1996. Yeah. So, um, the hues were a lot more interesting, where the hues in uh, Return of Jafar were more red and yeah. orange. This one was more like white and blue. But it was interesting because this movie also pulled different, um, I guess, myths from other people. Like there's an oracle in this, like a uh, a like a Greek oracle, yeah, sort of uh, character. And then the forty thieves are trying to find Midas's hand, which yeah. can turn things into gold.
0: Which it's such a weird mishmash of mythology. Yeah,
1: it's kind of strange, but like. I mean, I like it. I'm not... I'm not. Yeah. And um, it, you could definitely tell that, like, Robin Williams was putting his energy into it, but it wasn't the same type of... Because, it, again, it was, like...
0: Four years later.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it you could sort of understand why he wasn't putting the energy into it, but there's still a lot of, like, of his humor in it. Yeah. There was still a lot of his, like, stand-up kind of comedy, a lot of pulp references. Yeah. Um, I actually really enjoyed this movie. I sort of enjoyed seeing the story of where Aladdin came from. Of course, it's the sort of sad thing of like, oh, I abandoned you and your mother so I could start this gang of 40 thieves so we could steal this hand and become rich, and then I was going to come and get you, and we would be rich together. Yeah, the
0: logic doesn't...
1: <laughs> that, or maybe he's just lined to his son, being yeah. like... I left you because I was trying I'm to make your to life better. Back. Yeah, I meant to come back. I named
0: you Sue, so... <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so I do like that it is a story that they're telling. Yeah. Um, I Much do, more so than Jafar. Yeah, of like, oh, I'm trying to get my revenge. Oh, I didn't get my revenge. Oh, I'm going to try again. Uh, no, you sort of like meet uh, Aladdin's father... At the very beginning of the movie, they're uh, putting... Um, Aladdin and Jasmine are putting together the wedding, yeah. about to like get married and everything. So it does feel like it's still in that universe. You don't feel like you're too far away from where Aladdin or Return of Jafar stopped, um, which is nice because it feels like it's a very congruent uh, story. And again... You get a lot of the humor that uh, Robin Williams provides, as well as you still have your cast of characters. You still have your, you know, Abu. You still have Iago, Carpet. Um, it's it's very nice. I enjoyed sort of that, like, son-father bonding experience thing yeah. that they were, like, showing. Yeah. Um, I think I remember like watching this with my father, so that could have like
0: oh, so you're probably pulling from some nostalgia then.
1: Yeah, of of my love of this. Yeah. Um, I will say, I did not rewatch this movie recently, so I'm just pulling from my memory so, of as a kid. I
0: never originally watched this. Yes. Um, this is this uh, what I was saying earlier, where, where it'll come into play. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure. I didn't watch all of this. Yeah. I watched probably 30 minutes or so of it. Yeah. It felt so much longer than it is. Yeah. I did not like the pacing of it. Yeah. It's an interesting world, like it you said. Um, you can go online on YouTube, and it has all of it.
1: Yeah, which is surprising.
0: Um, also, uh, I'm assuming the algorithm doesn't look for parts of the screen mm-hmm. so i also found some youtube videos where someone has ripped the entirety of the new aladdin to a single youtube really wow. what they've done to get around it is they took a picture of i'm guessing their home theater yeah and cut out the screen on the image
1: and just play on it. their theater
0: yeah. so it looks like it's a static image with a moving image inside of it Wow. So you can see the entirety of the new one if you want on YouTube.
1: Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, so you did it. Like you, all did, of these you yeah. can find,
0: find. Yeah, so like I never watched this one growing up. So I had mm-hmm. no memories associated with it. Yeah. Um,
1: but it wasn't enjoyable? It did not
0: real. Like it, it, the pacing was so weird. I was just like sitting there and like every few minutes I would hit my controller on the PS4 and be like... <sighs> It's only been like five minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All and right. <laughs> again, maybe
1: the story is meant for a younger audience. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but and also
0: your nostalgia.
1: My nostalgia glasses. Playing a factor
0: into it as well, I think.
1: True. True.
0: I still,
1: even with all of that, without me watching it recently, I would still recommend it. Especially if you have a young kid who enjoys the Aladdin movie?
0: Sword and swashbuckly, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I would recommend it.
0: I I think it was it was oh, there's fun. definitely worse things for kids. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's fine. It's like it didn't capture my imagination yeah. as an adult, but I, I never I don't have any feelings associated with it. Yeah. Um. Now, the, like like you said, though the the weird mishmash of the mythology and the world building in yeah. it, um super cool i would rent a game in this world yeah because That's really awesome
1: i think um at the end like at the um uh, when they're trying to get the hand of uh, midas since you didn't get to that part they actually go to this like floating isle uh yeah. because they pull from um another arabic uh, mythology it's this one particular island that um like disappears and reappears think it's called like the glass something um uh, the great marble fortress of the vanishing isle it is a uh a arabic mythology um in the way that it disappears is it's on the back of a turtle so there's a great like end scene where they're trying to get the hand of uh midas and um they're, like, going through this giant city of marble. And the the turtle is submerging, so everything's, like, getting sucked up into water and stuff like that. And they're, like, trying to get to higher and higher grounds, And it's so, um, it, it's just so action-packed and everything like that. Yeah. And, of course, like, you know, the main villain who's trying to get the hand, who ended up being one of the, like, thieves who never trusted um, Aladdin or his father uh Aladdin's father ends up like saying, "All right, you want this this hand of Midas? I'll throw it to you and you can catch it." So he throws it and catches it, but then the hand turns him into gold because, you know, whatever the because hand touches. Yeah. yeah. Um so he kind of like throws away what he's been after so long to help his uh son Aladdin, which again, great theme. And just like that whole final scene where that setting is really cool—an uh, island on the back of a turtle—I uh, think that's always a uh, a really cool thing. And you know they're pulling from again different like mythologies and stuff, but they also stay true to a lot of their um, Arabic mythologies, which is
0: yeah, that is, is one nice thing.
1: to sort of see. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's it's really good to see how they they stay. True to some myths, although they, they twist and, and mold them to, to kind of fit.
1: Yeah. So all in all, would you rate it higher or lower than the second movie, Return of Jafar?
0: I would and probably rate it higher.
1: Good, because if you said lower, I was it's... going to say get out of my house.
0: <laughs> I no, I would this rate blue it.
1: Blue person's going to show you the door. <laughs>
0: I, I would definitely rate it higher yeah than that yeah
1: i I would um I would definitely rate it higher too I think it's one of the the stronger like straight to DB or straight to a uh, VHS, uh movies that Disney has put out but again I'm probably have my nostalgia glasses on so yeah I would probably give it like a solid C yeah
0: I mean, I didn't finish it, so incomplete.
1: Incomplete, yeah. Alright, well, I believe that will wrap things up for... And
0: and so I have another thing. um, It's kind of related to Aladdin. So we were talking about video games earlier. Oh yeah, there was Um, the Aladdin game. Yeah, so there's the Aladdin game. Mm -hmm. Um, Current-gen consoles are going to have a release soon. I forget the date. I think it's the end of September. So maybe end of october but there's a bundle because of the live action lion king and aladdin games they're remastering the oh. SNES and genesis versions of both games nice. and releasing them in a bundle
1: oh that's really cool i did not know that yeah yeah i mean i remember playing uh lion king i also remember that game playing.
0: Was hard as shit
1: that was the first time i ever bought a uh, strategy guide
0: oh <gasps> I thought you were going to say, that was the first time I ever broke a controller no, against no, the wall. No, I've <laughs> never broken a
1: controller. Thank God. I have better anger control than that. Uh, no, it was, I remember going to, I don't know, maybe a GameStop? But I remember, like, buying the game, realizing how hard it was, then going back and buying, like, the strategy
0: guide. You know that game um, is only, like, two hours yeah it's really Uh, short it's it's meant to be increasingly difficult in a very short amount of time uh
1: the aladdin game's actually pretty long because yeah it's actually really good too yeah
0: well and also the thing i forget which version has what but i preferred the genesis version mainly Mm -hmm. because i had a genesis yeah the genesis version you had longer jumps okay the snes version i think you had a sword
1: yeah i remember in the genesis version you could sweat swap like items you could pick up an apple that you could throw or a dagger or something along those lines but most of these games were platforming games where you would have to like get over enemies or do something or uh like cut a rope or something to get to the next platform yeah they were fun games um it'd be interesting to sort of see how they hold up so i'm kind of i'm probably going to get that bundle yeah, if it's I, I not really like ridiculously to. expensive, I,
0: I want to say I've seen it on Amazon. Hold on, let me see. This yeah. will probably release way later than.
1: uh Well, yeah, you you guys probably already know how much it costs, but if it, I would probably buy it if it's like 15 dollars. So
0: it's, it's uh thirty dollars. Ooh, really? But it's, but it's it's um both versions of both games on one disc. Oh, okay. Nah, so nah. it's 15 per per game per game yeah. um effectively okay so it's released october 29th
1: oh okay so yeah that's coming up soon yeah during halloween spooky Ooh. time
0: yeah
1: um uh,
0: so then on that note uh i think that wraps it up yes that wraps it up so you can send us an email. So, so I can mean, go and take a shower
1: now, right? Yeah, get you can all take the blue out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Go ahead, go ahead. You got this. Yeah. All right. all right. I'm walking
0: away. Okay. Bye. Bye. He's still looking at me. I'm getting naked. Oh no. Um.
1: <laughs> Did so I paint my blue
0: junk <laughs> <laughs> very quickly? there's uh yeah so our email is back at gmail.com for any corrections comments or if you want to share your own stories about aladdin um just you know write us there uh go to facebook um our uh facebook is uh back Row super show four separate words we have a nerd fight where we pit two ip properties against each other um are you doing okay out there? Yes. Did I screw up the Facebook again? No. Okay. Um, yeah, so the Nerdfight, we pit two IP properties against each other. We have a bracket. We do coverage uh, for those and sometimes we release prizes. So every like, subscribe, share um, on those is an entry to win those prizes. Um Let's see, what else are we doing? The current book club book is Something Wicked This Way Comes by Ray Bradbury from 1962. Um, what else am I missing? Oh, our convention schedule is on our Facebook. It's pinned to the top. Uh, and we also have a Patreon, which uh, you can throw some money our way if you like what we're doing. Um, there's only two tiers. Um, at the higher tier, we'll actually... Take a suggestion from you and actually make an episode around it. Uh, if it's a piece of media or a, a topic you want us to talk about, pending our approval, obviously. Um, and then you're looking at me really weird. Oh,
1: I just had that back down. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. And did you uh, did
1: you talk about the book club? Yeah, okay. book club. Yeah, uh, book uh, club
0: yeah, book yeah. is a uh, back or a uh, back. Sorry. Something wicked <laughs> this way comes. Um. And then yeah so the the patreon uh we have different tiers one tier or one goal tier uh we'll have a monthly game video that we post with commentary
1: that should be a lot of fun yeah
0: um another one in which we will chronologically watch the pixar films and have guests Mm -hmm. uh, and another one where we will chronologically watch studio ghibli films and have guests um so yeah and
1: all that money goes back into the show exactly because uh, uh, actually
0: producing these and having the domains and stuff like, yeah that's that's what those would go to mainly is buying more microphones
1: getting upgraded gear upgraded
0: gear paying for more domain hosting or uh, hosting yeah actually for for our platforms buying more blue paint buying more blue paint Stuart <laughs> loves painting himself blue because he did that for the avatar as well oh crap um, I did didn't I <laughs> you did that's why that's what that stain over there on the wall is from um i don't know why it's not a visual medium man it's not a visual medium um (laughs) although it could be with your contributions but yeah um but yeah yeah, uh i think this is probably we've we've probably rung as much plugging out of it as we can what else
1: all right guys then as always be kind rewind
0: uh oh uh I, actually nope yeah no. let's rewind so uh <laughs> the next main show topic will be on the <laughs> matrix trilogy so that'll come out in a couple weeks and uh yeah i can't wait to revisit those i haven't rewatched them yet so. neither have i um but yeah so that that'll be our next um talking point yeah so, there yeah.
1: are three of them right yeah trilogy yes, yeah, yeah.
0: Mhm. all right yeah because we're not doing the animatrix or online or any of that yeah, although yeah. I, I might talk about it but it's not like required yeah <laughs> um, the uh but yeah so now we can fade out with
1: i already said it
0: oh uh, okay well stay bo- golden pony <laughs> boys and girls bye bye we love you